Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Michael Reed Show Podcast. Tune in weekdays from 9 on LMFM. To contact us, email now. Michael at lmfm.ie Tuesday morning, the 27th of April. Good morning with much debate and discussion from now till 11am. This is Michael Reid on LMFM. Back in the day when Leo Bradker was the Minister for Health, he secured government approval for the Public Health Alcohol Bill. The proposed legislation proved to be controversial and sparked much debate about alcohol advertising and sponsorship. But what proved to be most contentious was the objective of ending the sale of cheap alcohol. Spending less than a euro on a can of beer would no longer be possible. A bottle of vodka for less than eight euro would no longer be available. What the minimum price would be set at has been a work in progress. It hasn't been decided on yet. Uh, that'll be done by regulation. Um, uh, it'll obviously need to be sufficiently high to eliminate um, very cheap alcohol, which uh, really drives binge drinking, um, but not so high that uh, it affects um, uh, most consumers. Uh, and also, uh, it'll need to introduce at the same time as Northern Ireland, so there won't be uh, cross-border trade. That's Leo Vranker when he was uh, the Minister for Health. In 2015, February of 2015, in fact, that's six years ago, the legislation was to become the law that summer, but it still hasn't happened. It has passed through the Oireachtas, uh, but has not been enacted. And let's hear a little bit more about this, uh, because there is now talk of introducing minimum unit pricing for alcohol. Una McKinney, Head of Communications and Advocacy with Alcohol Action Ireland, is on the line. And you'd say not before time, Una. I would, Mike. Thanks very much for having me on the show. Um, yeah, I think that we're, I think we're finally beginning to see uh, the potential that this will actually now become law. It's nearly nine hundred days since the act since the act was enacted. Uh, so the minister is now moving to commence this. We think, uh, and we've had sadly we've had three or four false dawns in relation to this matter, but. Um, I think it's important just to remind your listeners, if I can, for a second, is that the principal endeavour around introducing minimum unit pricing is a public health measure. Uh, you know, last week we had the Health Research Board demonstrating again that three people are dying every day in this country in relation to alcohol use. And what minimum unit pricing will do is it's quite a surgical instrument. It will ensure that um, those who are the heaviest users of alcohol and those who are really spending a lot of their income on on alcohol will will begin to see a, a change in the price of the alcohol. And so 
you know, we know that price is a key mechanism in relation to the demand for alcohol. So by making that alcohol a little bit more expensive, those cohorts will drink a little less. And the, the research demonstrates it could be as high as 14 or 15 percent amongst those particular cohorts. And when and you say a, save people's lives. and when you say a little less, it means a, a can of beer would cost no less than two euro. Is that right? A bottle of wine, no less than eight euro and something like 12 or 15 euro for a bottle of vodka. Well, it depends on it depends on the way it's 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 a very uh, neat measurement but people need to understand I suppose what what is how it works is that mm. there's a minimum price placed for the gram of alcohol that's contained within any But there are thereabouts those figures that I gave like but, of, your classic half liter can of beer a can of lager for, for at 4.3% would cannot be sold for less than 170. Mm. Um a bottle of vodka a 700 cl bottle of vodka uh, which has 20 grams nearly 21 grams of alcohol in it it can't be sold for less than 20 euros 70 cent okay um, so 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 between 80 and 100% more expensive in actual fact depending uh, on what uh, you're looking to buy you say uh, it can't happen soon enough and uh, it's taken too long uh, as things stand let's go to Paddy Malone though uh, because we're 6 years on from hearing Leo Vadker uh, as we did a a few minutes ago in that clip when he was the Minister for Health uh, saying that the legislation was on its way it was going to be in place by the summer of 2015 and nothing has changed but I think that's your point because nothing has changed because the Minister as he was at the time was also saying that it can't happen till it's introduced in the North because obviously he said it would impact on cross-border trading yeah, I mean, it's not just cross-border training. I, I, I'm totally in favour of what Union has said, OK? Let, let's just be clear about this. Alcohol, uh, particularly uh, uh, among those that have a problem, needs to be controlled. And no one is arguing against that at all. Definitely not me. I mean, if those of you, uh, anyone who knows me knows that I'm actually a pioneer, so I find myself in a, a rather strange situation here. But what I am saying is that if you introduce this scheme in a 26-county basis without applying it to the six counties at the same time, we have a recipe for disaster. And that's the message that I want to get across. We want to control alcohol pricing. We want to control the, the, the supply of alcohol. But we strongly believe that if you have a different law in one jurisdiction compared to the other, you're going to have a, you're going to have a significant problem. Now, we've been down this road with Brexit. We've been down this road before. The sugar tax uh, was brought in in both jurisdictions at exactly the same time. The coordination is important. So Union and I suffer the same frustration. It is the politics of Northern Ireland and the fact that Stormont was not functioning for so long. Now, they're promising to do it by May of next year. Please God that they would, and then we could all do it together at the same time. But if we move separately, you're looking at smuggling, you're looking at displacement of retail, which is a big worry for us in Nundalk. I mean, if people, could, if people are not going to travel down to the uh, Newry by the slab of uh, beer or whatever it is, uh, and then travel back into the south to do their shopping in, in Dunstores or, or Tesco's or wherever it's going to be. They're going to do all the shopping in Sainsbury's or whatever. And that is a significant number of jobs. Now, I am not diminishing what Union has talked about, three people a day, a day. That is a shocking figure, and we need to do something about it. But this is not the mechanism to deliver it without it being delivered on the island. That's our simple message. OK, uh, it's undoubtedly the case from your perspective. Is it the case uh, in places further away from the border, do you think, Union, that you'd have these type of problems? 
Well, again, I completely, you know, you, you will get unanimity amongst us here this morning, Mike. I mean, Paddy's right. I mean, I'm glad to hear that he does um, accept that there is a you know, there is a public health you know crisis around alcohol and price is an important measure of it. I think, if I can, I mean, with respect to the the, the context of what we're talking about, I think it is there is some degree of a, of of a, um, an alarmist tone to some of the messaging that's coming out from the alcohol producers in particular in relation to this. Well, and leave them to one side for a moment because listen to the alarm that's coming from retailers, uh, that's coming from businesses in border towns. Uh, and as Paddy uh, mentioned there, from people who are concerned about smuggling starting all over again. I know, but this is, this is exactly what I was going to say. I mean, there is, a, there, is a, there is a language issue here in some respect. I mean, it is perfectly legitimate and legal for people to go from, if they choose, from Skibbereen in County Cork to Newry and buy 90 litres of wine or 110 litres of beer or 10 litres of spirits and bring it back in their car. There's nothing illegal about that. And it certainly isn't smuggling. Now, the, the, you know, consumer choices is what's involved here. And we know from the data that you know, the cross-border trade in Ireland, across into Northern Ireland, is a, the last figure from the CSO is about four hundred and fifty million. Now, sixty percent of that activity is uh, is undertaken by people who live in the border, and the reason they do that, as Paddy will know fine, particularly well, I'm sure, is the fluctuation of the currency, which is a, a daily event, and the differential in VAT, which drives, in particular a whole cohort of customers around clothes and cosmetics. They are the two main drivers of what brings people across the border and obviously foodstuffs subsequently because the, the cost of living is obviously cheaper in the north. Bargains. So Bargains. I'm just making the point, I'm just making the point that mm. it, notwithstanding, and I completely accept that, 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 you know, retailers have gone through a terribly difficult time, obviously, over the last 12 months. But we do need to just... You know, take a step back mm-hmm. and say, well, you know, there are there are undoubtedly bigger factors here, and the fact that minimum unit pricing is going to ensure that we're going to stop the availability of exceptionally cheap alcohol, I don't really believe that that's going to be the real driver. Okay, let me go back to Paddy Bologna. I think there's probably prudent shoppers out there who like the idea of getting a, a bargain, and if uh, they can buy a slab of beer at Easter for a euro a, a can, they might buy that for Christmas. They buy it at Easter yeah, for Christmas. It's, it's uh, big, uh, and then you have the other side of the story. If people are going north for bargains, if they can get beer, let's say, for a euro a can at Easter, uh, they might go up with the intention of uh, keeping that for Christmas and they might drink it by June. Look, there's a couple of factors in play. Everyone has choice. I, I, and Union's correct. Somebody from Skibbereen going up to Newry to buy, uh, even if he filled the place with, with everything that he could legally do, and there are limits, but if he did fill it legally. That is not our concern. Our concern is the professional smuggler. Uh, we know that animal exists in South Armagh, North Louth, and right along the border. And as long as you have a differential in price, you create that situation. But if I go back to, say, for example, cigarettes, um, and I saw my son smoking a lot of cigarettes at one stage. You know, he's given it up, thank God. But at one stage he did. And like the stories he was telling me about, you could get cigarettes on the streets of O'Connell Street. But they weren't even the right cigarettes, as he said to me. Look, he said, you, you bought a packet, you recognized the packaging. But when you opened it up, you realized it wasn't the right packaging. So it's, it's the smuggling wouldn't even be what it says in the can, if you follow me. So th- th- that's our worry. It's an illegal... Uh, uh, supply chain which would be unregulated would be available to miners 
um, it is a recipe for disaster. So on a whole series of health grants, you do not want young people starting off. You do not want young people to, to, to have uh, sources of alcohol that are too easy. As an employer, and as an employer organisation to a certain extent, because the chamber is a much broader church than that, we know the problems with alcohol. We face it every Monday morning when we face absenteeism and everything else. We're well aware of it. And we're very sympathetic to it. And we would encourage our members to be sympathetic to, to those employees that have a problem. But we do not believe that this measure is actually going to address the issue in the way that union would like to think it does, particularly along the border. Mm. Uh, what, what about what the uh, Minister for Health, Leo Varadkar, said six years ago, Eunan McKinney, that it has to happen in tandem with Northern Ireland, otherwise you're going to have this impact that he was talking about then, that Paddy Malone is talking about now? Yeah, I mean, again, if I can just for a second, I mean, we do have a live example of this and, and you know, the MUP does exist in Scotland and all of these arguments were rehearsed at the time in relation to would there be a cross-border trade into the United Kingdom, into England in relation to that. And that hasn't transpired. And the reason that it hasn't transpired largely, and nor is there illicit or a smuggling or any degree of illicit alcohol trade in Scotland either. The reason it hasn't happened is because the cohort that minimum unit pricing is is really targeting is those people who are the heaviest users of alcohol. They don't transport, they don't drive, they don't they don't largely, you know, seek to find other alcohol in a different jurisdiction or in a different county. What they do is they drink at home, they drink in the in the immediate place of where they live. And that is what has demonstrated in, in Scotland. So and of course obviously the big the big the big factor for Scotland is already they have seen 10% reduction in alcohol related deaths. And again that is the prize. The prize here is a public health measure. The public health outcomes are going to be significantly better for those who are doing the most harm to themselves. And I think the context of the comments from the from the Taoiseach back in 20, or the Minister for mm-hmm. Health as he was mm-hmm. back in 2015, was to try frankly I think to appease the the alcohol producers who were who were who were and the traders know, and, you, and if I remember correctly you agreed with them at the time. Yeah, well, the context was that the the Northern Ireland would be undoubtedly better in the context of having some degree of unanimity and to appease people who had that concern. But the Northern Ireland administration at this point has now identified that they're not going to introduce minimum unit pricing. And indeed, Robin Swan, what he has said is that he'll have to, it, it'll have to be deferred to a new mandate. Now, that means a mandate in relation to a new administration, a new election, mm. and all the matters that go with. So it's, it's, it's now sometime in the foreseeable future. And that's just simply not good enough. We can't okay. allow a situation whereby another jurisdiction holds a, essentially a veto over what is a public health measure in Ireland. Okay. And so, we, you know, we simply have to proceed now. This is now 900 days since this was passed unanimously by the Oireachtas. Right. It's not like it's a new law that we're inventing. This is the law of the land. We just haven't commenced it. So even from a democratic will point of view, surely we need to recognise that this is what what has been agreed and we need to implement it because it has significant public health improvements attached to it. Okay, the balance of that is uh, where you're coming from, Paddy, and we heard last week or the week before that on average we drink 40 bottles of vodka in this country on an annual basis. Right or wrong, that appears to be the situation. And if you were to save a tenner a bottle, uh, that works out at €400. Uh, Would people be bothered crossing the border to save 400 euro? 
people, people have been bothering to cross the border and people always will cross the border. I mean, you know, the history of north-south uh, trade, I mean, back in the 1980s when petrol was at a certain price, created that situation. Five years ago, you had the opposite situation where if you queued up in Dundalk on a Saturday morning to buy diesel, you were waiting for half an hour. To save, what, a tenner or something? It's surprising how people will do it because right. it's not just the initial one, it's, it's the rest of it. Mm. Now, you're made reference to the fact that uh, uh, you know, the, the, the North-South is sensitive on, on VAT and on currency, and you and I have talked about that a mm. dozen times. Um, he's right. But those currency or VAT differentials are about 10% maximum. Mm. We're talking about, as you said yourself, between 80 and 100%. So the incentive will not be just the people in the door. Well, let's say that increased. I mean, it would be people in Avenue, it would be people in Florida. I'm sure. A lot further south than than, than the border. I'm sure the businesses in Northern Ireland are are shrewd enough uh, to think that uh, they could lure people in to shop in their establishments (laughs) if uh, they were providing bargains. Uh, And we know that if you don't have this minimum pricing, and this is one of the reasons why there's a call for it, that you can sell alcohol at a, a loss. And you can make that up money up on other products. So let's say it has to be two euro for a can of beer in the south, and they decide to reduce it to fifty cent a can. What would that mean? Uh, in the, it, we're selling at fifty cents in the yeah, north. Well, there'd be nothing to stop them from doing that, would there? No, and and look, there's always going to be distortion of trade, and what we try and avoid in 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 the border region is to is to stop that distortion, particularly when it's going to have an effect on as Yunan has said, on mental health or on physical health, both of them are affected by alcohol. Uh, and we need to tackle the problem. But we need to face up to all of the problem uh, and not just be, be, be selective of it. And that's the point mm. that the Chamber is trying to make. We are very concerned about this. We, we buy in 100%. As Yunan said, there is unanimity on every, with everybody as to the need for this. Mm. But you've got to do it at the right time. For was right in 2016, you have to do it with the North Nothing's changed. Do you see and the that? The border uh, is as porous today as it was in 2016. Una McKenney, do you see that as the potential outcome of this, uh, that you make sure that prices are sold at a minimum price here of, let's say, €2, Euro, uh, and you can sell them as cheaply as you want in the north, the prices are going to start going down in the north to get people to go up north to shop? Well, again, I go back to the point in relation to, I disagree uh, slightly with, with Paddy. I, I, I think it's, it's not 10% uh, is but the differential. 50 cent, a, 50, what, what, 50 cent a can, let's say. Yeah, no, no. Would people, second, would people I, not travel for that? Well, no, I don't think they will. Not the particular cohort really? who, who, are target, who are the target of minimum unit pricing. The target of minimum unit pricing are the people who drink, do the most harm to themselves, and spend the most money on their alcohol. But we spend, we, we drink forty bottles, we drink forty bottles of vodka a, a year, and, for, and forget about who, the public health, forget about the drink. Just look at the commerce of it. Forty bottles of, of vodka. Uh, if you were to save a tenner, it's four hundred euro. If you were to save twenty euro, it's eight hundred euro. That's a lot of money to a lot of people. But that's the case today. That is the case today. That's the point I was going to make. It isn't 10%. It's much greater than that. And depending on the fluctuation in relation to the currency and depending on the VAT, the, dis- the distinction is quite, quite higher than that. It's much more than that. And so when you have those differentials and you have the main primary motivators of shopping, like clothes and like cosmetics, which are in some instance 50 or 60% reduction in relation to purchases in, in Ireland, you know, you will have that dynamic. That, that, that 
as as Paddy outlined, we have that dynamic already. It exists already. Like the trade implications in relation to those constant factors on our economy, like the, 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 the VAT differential and the currency, they are the major players. The fact that we're going to put a floor price on alcohol pr- products is not going to be a motivating factor in, in stimulating and vast amounts of Very trade. brief response, Paddy Malone. It will save people's lives. Yeah, first first of all, very brief. The currency movement was 10% with Brexit. It dropped from about. 89 to 80 uh, to 78, 79. So it was 10 percent. The VAT differential is currently 3 percent. So 13 percent compared to an 80 percent differential. That's the difference we're talking about. Union is correct uh, to a certain extent in that those that really need this problem don't travel as much as others would do. But my concern is that you start another generation of of illegal selling of alcohol to minors and to others. And that creates a longer term problem. We need to do this together in a unified fashion because, God's sake, we've been talking about Brexit for long enough and talking about the border and the fact that it won't work. Europe agrees, everyone agrees that the border, the north-south operations can't be controlled. And there's only one way to do it, and that is to tackle anything on an all-island basis. And it is very frustrating for both the, both Union and I, that the North can't get its act together. It really is. I would love to see the unit making pricing brought in tomorrow morning. I would welcome it with open arms. But not if it's going to damage the retail sector here and it's not going to close off the border for illegal smuggling. OK, we leave it there. Thank you both indeed for joining us on the programme this morning. Paddy Malone is PRO for Dundalk's Chamber of Commerce. We were also speaking with Una McKinney, who's Head of Communications and Advocacy with Alcohol Action Ireland. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Granger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.